0: executive session at 6 34 p.m. on December 5th, 2022. We will go back to our regular meeting. And our first, uh, there is also on the agenda comments from the public on agenda items that we, everybody will have the chance to speak uh, on the agenda item during a public forum, so uh, we will uh, bypass that for now. Uh, first discussion item <laughs> is a public hearing regarding possible designation of reinvestment zone related to chapter 3, 313, appraised value limitation application for Monarch Energy Development. At 6.36 p.m., I, Gary Durab, President, closes a special meeting with the Grand Dyson Board of Trustees and opens a public hearing regarding the possible designation of a reinvestment zone related to chapter 313, appraised value limitation application for Monarch Energy Development, LLC. Uh, as questions have been arose, Monarch Energy is here. Uh, they are on Zoom. Uh, they will give their presentation, give a little uh, 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 everything about their company and what their plans are to be, uh, here. Uh, just want to let you know as well. Uh, a lot of the comments have been made that we have ready uh, made the uh, vote to, for them to continue the project. We have denied as a board. This is what this public forum is here. We want to hear what. The, excuse me what the public has to say about the project. Uh, The only thing we have approved uh, is for for them to go to the comptroller to see if this project could could go forward. So we as the LaGrange Independent School District Board uh, has not made a decision for them to go forward with this project. It's just for them to follow the correct paperwork for them to keep going forward. Uh, We as a board, uh, we're gonna do whatever's right for the district but we will also do what's right for the community in our county. So just to let you know how uh, we all feel and to let you all know too, Monarch Energy, that's what our feelings are as well. So um, Doc, uh, Mr. Mark Goulet, who is our LaGrange Independent School District Attorney is right here. He's gonna start off with just kind of give y'all a little explanation and kind of discuss the legality of what we've been doing and what we can do going forward. So.
1: Mark, Thank you, Mr. President. I'll just stand from here. Uh, My name is Mark Goulet and and it's my privilege to be one of the attorneys that works for the Grange School District uh, for the past several years. And uh, there's a a chapter in the Texas Tax Code, Chapter 313, which allows uh, two types of projects, uh, industrial projects, to seek tax limitation agreements. Those are manufacturing and alternative fuels. Uh, It's a state Sir, uh, I'm going to go. You 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 can't, can't hear me. Okay, I'm going to try to find a mic. There's a mic
2: right up here.
1: Yeah, I think. Uh, is there another mic up here, or, or are they just just up here? That's not a mic. Uh, that's, that's, that's not a mic. a mic. Is there a mic up there? Or no.
3: No. Uh, okay. Well, I'm going to. I don't know how
1: I can <laughs> speak louder. All right, I'm going to try to speak louder. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so the uh, chapter three thirteen of the Texas Tax Code is expiring, and. Uh, all, all deals that are done through the controller's office and through the state law, uh, to try to get a limitation on improvements that you build in on one of these industrial projects has to be completed by the end of this calendar year. And so about the middle of the year, Monarch Energy, through a representative, came to the school district and said, would you uh, be interested in, in this uh, economic development that could uh, net the school district uh, some benefits and allow us to continue with this project under state law and so uh, and then also under the project um, uh, I was I've been hired and Moke Casey a financial firm has been hired by the school to make sure that uh, to spec out the project uh, we've been doing that uh, and uh, we're at the process where uh, it's time for Monarch Energy to uh, present information about the project next week uh, the board uh, would also uh, get more information from Monarch about the project. Today the only action would be to uh, to approve a reinvestment zone. There would be further at least one vote if the board were to approve this project. Uh, and the board doesn't approve a project, uh, for, for example, a manufacturing project, the board would just grant a, um, a tax limitation agreement, which would mean uh that there's an agreement that if you build improvements on your land that there will be a limitation on the tax value for a finite amount of time and then that's made up to the school district in in revenue payments Uh, so that's the way that works Uh, and it's something that the state legislature had put in law to uh, to encourage this type of economic development Uh, we don't know if the legislature is going to replace it with something else but this uh, this mechanism of Tax limitation agreement is uh, is expiring, like I said, at the, at the end of this, this year. Uh, so that's the specifics on on this. Uh, we did get uh, we've been in negotiations with uh, with Monarch, not on their project and what they're going to do, but should they uh, get approval and build their project, what the tax uh, uh, advantages would be for the school, the revenue advantages, and, and things of that nature. So there have been negotiations between. Financial representatives and legal representatives, LGISD and Marnark, on the tax implications of it. But just, the, I think one thing real important to know is that the school district it does not green light any sort of project, any sort of construction projects. That, that takes its own, you know, city, county, state, federal, whatever. This <coughs> is just about how uh, an improvement should it be built, uh, how that improvement would be taxed. So that's sort of the the mechanics of how it works. Uh, as far as the proposed project, uh, I know the board and, and the public will look forward to hearing from the folks uh, with Monarch Energy uh, to present on uh, the proposed uh, what I understand is electrofuels project where uh, hydrogen is, is used as a fuel uh, after it's separated uh, out from water. And I, that's about the extent of my technical knowledge of it. So with that, I'll, I'll introduce and I'll let the folks from uh, Monarch introduce their, uh, their role in the company and, and then uh, sort of give an overview mm-hmm. to the board and the project after that. Uh, just order of business, uh, I would allow the board president to recognize any trustees uh, who have questions for Monarch. Um, and then uh, with the board presidents, uh, after that, uh, it should allow uh, comments or, or questions from the public. Uh, and so since the folks from Monarch might not be able to hear uh, from there, it, when you ask a question, uh, Mr. Drab will repeat it so it can be uh, answered by the, the Monarch if, if the question is for them. So are there any procedural questions? Not not specific questions, about the project procedural. I had one here, I think, and then one here. I, I just had a general question about did Monarch Energy approach the county first? That, that's a that's a, not a question, uh, that's a procedural question means how we're gonna run the meeting. Okay. Uh, procedural yeah. question. Okay. Uh, how, how is the
4: public question and answers
0: uh, session gonna go? Are we time limited? Yes, I comments? will give y'all the time limit. Probably. You will? Yes, I will. Not uh, now. Not now, no. It'll probably be about, t- there's a lot of a lot of community members here, probably two minutes is what I'm gonna give you uh, uh, if y'all need some more. Uh, we can give some more, but we plan on having another public forum at our meeting next Monday as well. So the questions that aren't answered tonight, we can definitely get the questions answered next Monday as well. So. Okay, what if
4: two minutes is not very much time. Again, this and is not a I think this. And is not we a, didn't uh, know uh, this prior to coming in, although I asked. So is it two minutes, and then if two there's minutes. more, another couple of minutes, and another couple? So, I, I, Four, two, two, two minutes, and we, we're done. I, I, can, minutes. can we just
1: start there, and then if yeah. there's if there's a need to yeah. to adjust, so that everyone's taken care of, I think that the board president can adjust that uh, as needed uh, at his discretion. Any other procedural questions before the board president recognizes Monarch Energy to uh, to tell uh, us uh, more about their
0: proposed project, Mr. President? Okay. All right. Uh, Mr. Johnson, Mr. Smith, if y'all can introduce
5: yourself and go ahead and do y'all's presentation for us, please. Sure. Blake, do you want to start up? Yeah, I'll start. Hi, everyone. My name is Blake Johnson. I'm a developer here at Monarch Energy, uh, specifically leading this project. Um, I've been in the renewable energy space for several years now. previously working in both wind and solar. Uh, my specialty is in early stage uh, site control, permitting, uh, you know, everything that, that goes on, on the front end. Um, and, yeah, we'll leave off there. Thanks. Uh, so my name is Aaron Smith. Uh, I'm VP of Development with Monarch Energy. Um, we are a green hydrogen development company. Um, and what that means is that we try to take uh, renewable electricity and um, use it to transform water into hydrogen, which can be used for a number of um, different uses. Our team specifically, uh, we develop the project, so that means that we secure the land rights, uh, the coordinating power and water, and uh, the long-term sales contracts as well as uh, incentives like the, the tax that we're speaking about today. Um, we were formed in late 2021. Um, uh, a few of us are, are uh, energy industry veterans. that came together and recognized that we to develop out these projects. Um, I'll, I'll stop there and see if, uh, if there's any questions from the board.
0: Questions for the board? For right now, who owns Monarch? Who owns Monarch? Uh, we're, we're a private
5: company, so we have a number of investors. The uh, 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 one that is um, public is Lancing,
3: California.
0: Keep your comments. Do so, please. You uh, can. Any other questions
5: for the board? All right, if y'all can continue on. Sure, so uh, this project in particular is, uh, we're trying to site just um, to the east of Wood Range. Uh, We would use um, water, most likely uh, we're we're trying to obtain uh, surface water. And electricity, uh, through the local electricity tariff. Um, I'm not really sure, you know, what else uh, as far as specifics about the project, um, the board would like to hear about. So um, I guess we can just open it up to to specific project questions for you all. Or have any questions? I think
6: one question is. You talked about east of Lagrange, and I know that that uh, area that y'all proposed, as far as that map that we're that we were looking at, as far as the as far as decreasing the tax limitations on, uh, have y'all already been in contact with owners or to lease to to buy to anything like that at this point?
5: We have, yeah, and um, so we are in negotiations with a number of landowners. But just for perspective on kind uh, of the normal order of operations of things. Uh, we're coming to you all much earlier than we would normally um, come to a school district, for example, research and communication. Uh, obviously, the program is sunsetting, which has driven schedule uh, much, I guess, much earlier than, than we would normally uh, be doing it.
6: And as far as the size of the site in acreage, what size, how many acres are y'all looking at, needing?
5: Sure, the the facility itself will be um, around 20 acres. 20? 20? 20. 20? 20.
6: two zero, zero, yes. Okay, sorry, we have some phones and stuff going on. (laughs) No worries. So, so the map that we sent out, and I guess Mr. Belay probably can, can answer this, the map was we'll sent out had, you know, it's a big area, but out of that entire area, y'all are looking for for 20 acres to either lease or to purchase for your project, okay? That's correct, right. and, and it's generally
5: going to be sited um, so that uh, we can get, uh, number one, electricity, number two, uh, they the be wired
6: up. And as far as water rights, you mentioned uh looking for surface water rights. Are y'all looking to get those through drilling, through lake, through river, or what type of water rights are we talking about?
5: Um, we're looking at all of the above. Um, I think the preferred uh, arrangement would be uh, to be provided. Um, Water, uh, or LCRAs it probably makes the most sense. But um, again, we're, we're not
6: um, we're not that far in the process of developing the project that we uh, haven't obtained those rights yet. Okay. Another concern is that that uh, you know everyone's trying to keep an open mind with everything, but the impact of you know how much water are we actually talking about because. In our community, we have a lot of ranchers, a lot of landowners, farmers that, that uh, you know require water for their livelihoods. And so some of the questions I've, I've had are, and I have myself, I'm a taxpayer here in Fayette County, is what impact on, on our water systems do you project having? What does that look like? You know, we understand that you're taking hydrogen and through electrolysis, gonna run electricity a current through it and separate the hydrogen from the oxygen hydrogen will be used as a fuel, but how much water are we talking about as far as consumption? Can you break that down as far as daily, monthly, yearly? I mean, that's what, these are the kind of questions that, that we're all trying to figure out.
5: Sure. Um, so a lot of the water usage is going to depend on um, the sort of final design of the plant. So if we're using water cooling um, versus air cooling, uh, large majority of the water that we use is um, recycled. In that, if it, if it is used for uh, water cooling, it can can be reused. Um, I'm trying to do a quick calculation um, to uh, give you give you kind of the yearly number of kinet- in the vicinity of about 1,500 acre feet per
6: year at max. 1,500 acre feet? Right. At max per year. Right. And that would be water that's not renewable. That's the actual water that you're going to be separating?
5: No. The- That would be
6: total. That would
0: be total. You said. That would be total. (laughs) Okay. Do you have a plant in the United States that that can perform this this function?
6: Did you hear that question? Uh, The electrolysis? Is there there a working model to this? I know you talked about it in Utah or something like that, but is there, a lot of the questions that have come up is is this technology being used widely at this time at any other places right now? The the technology itself is
5: being used pretty broadly for um, uh, quite a different purpose, so uh, Core alkali production, which is where we get a lot of our chlorine, uses electrolysis. Um, so the technology itself is very well understood and mature. Um, the uh, the use of electrolysis electrolysis to create hydrogen as the um, end product is uh, relatively new, but again, it's, it's the exact same process um it's just it's just using the product
6: that comes from the process and is there like we asked is there a a model that y'all that you know we could research we can look at to find out the impact it's had on its communities i mean we're just trying to get as much information as we possibly can
7: sure
5: so the um, It's called the ACES Delta project in Utah, I believe you were referring to before. Um, That's probably the uh, uh, closest analog to the project that we are proposing. Uh, It's currently under construction. And, And can you repeat the name of that, the ACID? Aces? A- Aces, like, um, like the- uh, cards uh, uh, car- card soup, De- uh, delta. D-E-L-T-A. Well, that's
6: in Utah, okay. And do you know specifically yeah. about the actual, the
8: byproducts of this, of the of the electrolysis of the water?
5: It's uh, a hydrogen and oxygen, we're just splitting the, uh, <laughs> like
0: oxygen in its purest form, like oxygen gas, yes. not O, okay, that would be O2, not O3. That's
9: it. And then once
10: we capture those byproducts, how do we capture them and then transport them? What's that
3: process like?
0: Did you hear that question? I did.
5: It's, it's a little different than natural gas. It's just the yeah, pipeline. Um, Hydrogen needs uh, a specific type of pipeline, but it's generally transported via pipeline. It can also be transported um, via rail or um, tank trucks, but um, it's it's relatively inefficient. So uh, we would be looking to transport it via pipeline.
6: So is there a, by your water source, is there a, certain distance y'all are looking at to try to be from a water source as far as efficiency?
5: Um, You know, as close as possible. Um, It's, I guess, with siting, it's always uh, a trade-off, being close to electricity versus being close to a water source. So, you know, uh, that area that we're looking at, in particular, um it is close to both i'd say
6: close to both the water source at Fayette lake is that what you're talking about a water source
5: that's a potential water source again we're we're, we're pretty early in the development of the project so right i um, understand y'all, y'all earlier we just you just need to understand
6: that we we need all the information we can have to make this decision now so if you're if you're looking at drilling as one of the options, can you talk a little bit about what that looks like, the size of a whale water well or or whatever?
5: Um, The size of a water well, um, so we would, and I'm trying to pull up um, the notes I have on this, we've done quite a bit of work looking at the, uh, the aquifers, There, um, we would likely, if if we were going to drill, be drilling into the uh, deeper aquifer, uh, more than uh, a 1,000 feet now. Give me one second so I can open this some more detail already. So I'm only looking at my new material aquifers, but generally the use I guess in that area is the uh, more shallow aquifer. For the, um, the quantities that we're looking at, uh, we would be looking at uh, the deeper aquifer, port, which I believe it is more than a thousand feet underground, and uh, the uh, existing water uses there in the county. The two that are called on are European City and.
10: Percentage of development of this project are y'all uh have y'all completed at this point?
5: Um percentage is roughly roughly me, I would say somewhere somewhere around um 15, 20 percent. since the last conversation? Um, so we can't really uh, dive too deeply into um, discussions with counterparties um on this meeting especially in uh, discussions that are not public but um, i'd say you know we're working with all of the uh, appropriate counterparties to um Know, get, get the
3: water and hyaluronic and uh, electricity. Up. And the
6: main use of this hydrogen is going to be for what?
5: Uh, there, there are various potential uses. Uh, it could be used at a, uh, at a power plant that displays um, some use uh, of uh, coal and natural gas. It can be used at um, Refineries to uh, remove sulfur from oil products um, it can also be used for uh, the production of ammonia to go into fertilizer. There are uh, a any number of different um, end products that you could uh, create uh, with the hydrogen and nitrogen and sulfur dioxide. Y'all's,
6: y'all's goal is going to, if, you know, again, just looking at the whole big picture, your goal is to produce hydrogen and then sell it uh, either to power plants to replace some of their fossil fuels, to sell it to other, maybe oil companies or even possibly fertilizers and so forth. Uh, but y'all would just be transporting it from y'all's facility via pipeline to another transport area. That's
10: great. Right. Okay. And I would assume these pipelines would be operated by similar type leases of land as we have with gas pipelines currently?
5: Uh, it, almost exactly, okay. like uh, natural gas
8: pipeline. Can you give us a timeline as of like right now you're developing, etc. Can you give us a timeline of what this did continue and progress. Give us a timeline in the next months or years of, uh, of, of uh, bringing this to where it would be uh, in, a, in, in force.
5: Sure, so do, do, do you, are you just asking when the project would be operational or do you, have, you know,
6: We can start the there, we uh, start with being sure. operational. You're at 15% right
5: sure. now. So, so working backwards, um, our goal is to make this project operational, operational by 2026. Um, construction would last around uh, a year and a half. So that puts us back to uh, um, 2024 or so, mid um, 2024. Um, during the time in between, you know, we hope to have our main control So, at least for purchase of property um, within the next three months. After that, we would spend the majority of our time doing um, the normal studies that you see for any large-scale construction project. So, we would be studying the soils, we'd be studying the uh, uh, wetlands, hydrology of the site, we would be doing our... Studies uh, on the aquifers and uh, negotiating for water rights, uh, doing uh, phase one environmental assessments, um, all of those uh, pieces, as well as getting uh, any necessary permits that that we might need. So um, that will fill up the time between now and uh, mid 2024.
0: I thought you told us at our first initial meeting with just Mr. McCaslin and I that it would be at least three years for all the paperwork and then another 10 to 12 years for this project uh, to be completely operational. Uh, Has that changed or was I mistaken? Uh,
5: I don't, I don't no the 10 to 12 years but yeah the um the development period would be uh call it two, two to three years or something
0: what attracted monarch to this site uh, what attracted monarch to this site
9: um,
5: you know, the existing infrastructure uh, that exists because of the you nearby know, power plant, and say uh, there's already water and uh, electrical infrastructure there.
6: And y'all, uh, you say you're a green company, and you say that because you're replay, Can you explain that? you know, how you come across saying
5: you're a green company? Sure, so hydrogen today is through, it's called steam methane re- reformation, so um, it's essentially taking natural gas and uh, splitting it uh, until you get hydrogen from it. Um, we're we're in that we uh, use renewable electricity, uh, to create uh, our hydrogen um, which produces you know, zero zero carbon uh, as a result of, of the production in, in contrast to I guess easy natural gas which, uh, which
6: uh, puts carbon into at the atmosphere. So y'all, y'all have a zero carbon footprint as your byproduct, no carbon at all? That's great. That's correct. <laughs>
0: Are
5: y'all looking at any other sites in Texas? Yes, uh, we have um, five other 313's uh, filed around Texas. Um, so Corpus Christi area, uh, Beaumont, Texas, Free Freeport area, um, border area, and up uh, around Orange Grove.
0: More questions from the board? Have the opportunity to ask additional questions at the end as the community responds. Uh, we're gonna try to do this as <coughs> orderly as possible, okay? Uh, what I'm gonna do is we're gonna start with Mr. Fritch, we're gonna go down the back line, and we're gonna come as and if anybody, you, you all do not have to speak, but uh, if you would like to speak, I'll give y'all two minutes from the beginning, and if we have any additional comments, uh, we will try to we will go forward from there. We're speaking to you or to them? We're, you're you're going to speak? Yeah, you're going to go to the podium and speak from the podium, but you will be speaking to them, asking them questions. Uh, we are here to answer questions for us as well. So, but uh, I'm assuming that you're all. Most of the questions are going to be directed straight to Monarch, uh, but uh,
11: so we will. Yes, sir. One clarification, is this the speaking time or is this the question answering, uh, asking
1: time? Mr. Mr. Is, President, can, can I suggest yes, that the speak, since we have so many speakers, that they present what they want to present, including any questions they have for you or the Monarch, then you, at the end of their speaking period, will present the questions to Monarch. I don't think we can have every person go back and forth with Monarch energy. I don't think that's the way the meeting works. Uh, work. I think that they can present the questions and then when they're finished with their two minutes, you can ask Monarch to respond to whatever questions that you heard in that presentation. Does that work for you? Okay, that's it. I think that way the folks will get their questions answered, but we won't get caught up in a back and forth argument or debate with you know 14 different times.
12: closer to the microphone, and
11: then you, gotcha. also, uh, here, no, it, you can also, here, it will roll, so there you go, turn yes, if you, can you it turn it like this, maybe it's this way, got it, how many, I just does it take, if you turn it like that,
1: then when they're speaking, they can look also, just turn it, you dress the board,
6: well yeah, you dress the board, but I want the Speaking, the if they I want to look at that way. Oh, they want to see the. Oh, okay. uh, I see
0: you're I think if you can identify yourself as well, please.
13: Sure, I'm Lee French. I'm on the board of directors of our Fayette County Soil and Water Conservation District, and one of our big concerns is the water usage. You had mentioned uh, 1,500 acre-feet of water. And we had set up a Fayette County groundwater district several years ago to regulate water usage. And if you have not talked with them yet, I think I'll probably end your project right there because I do not think they're gonna allow you to have that much water. I talked to the board member of LCRA today. He said he has not heard of y'all before. There's been no conflict with LCRA about getting water from them yet. And you answered some of the other questions about have you completed any projects before? That's obviously no, you have not. Uh, why here? You said because of the power plant here and then there's also like five or six other locations different school districts you contacted throughout the state. I just wonder are they near power plants also? That's the reason you went to them and uh, The number of employees once the plan is complete Is it correct? There's gonna be one employee only or not is what I have heard And on y'all's website it really doesn't show a whole lot And the other issue I guess so that's more to the board than to y'all is uh, why are we even looking at subsidizing green energy? I've invested in oil wells. We drill the well. We get no tax abatement. Right. The money goes to the landowners in the community. They all profit off the royalties off that oil well, and they in turn reinvest that money in the community, buying new vehicles, buying tractors, what have you. Where this looks like all the money go right back to California, and not staying
3: in Bay County. That's right. But anyway. That's all hey. I Good job.
0: Good job. Uh, please try to keep your comments to yourself if you don't mind. Thank you. We need to be as open minded as possible. But, so thanks. Uh, do, you, do we want them to respond? To did, did, you
1: have, uh, did you find uh, that they if they there's some questions I, I think that right. if, if you want, uh, so I, 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 I don't think they have to but right. Uh,
0: would y'all like would monarch energy like to respond to that first questions or comments?
5: Yeah, and I'm sorry I lost track of the questions there. Um, do you mind just restating any questions
6: you'd like us to respond to? One, yes. of the, one of the questions was the number of employees. I know on the the application, uh, can you just kind of talk about what y'all are initially going to have, what what you see at, at some point, or just just what y'all are your thought process in the number of employees.
5: Yeah, so uh, the um, forecasted number of employees is gonna be about 350 during construction and likely uh, somewhere around eight full-time employees. That's extremely variable depending on what end product uh, we end up creating. We end up creating (laughs) ammonia for a fertilizer that number will uh, jump up to somewhere around 50 or 60 employees. Um, the uh, the application lists one employee uh, to maintain, I guess, the uh, tax abatement if, um, for instance, the uh, plant has to go offline for a year, or um, it just sets a minimum. Uh, that that we can keep employed although that minimum isn't really um, realistic if we are running the plant.
0: okay uh as far as talking to the local water district uh has there been any communication with that
5: no uh we we need to know our site. scientists first um uh, we would we would like it if we were in this conversation with like you all later in the process, but um, you know the expiration of the program kind of necessitates that uh, we're having it now. So no, we haven't, because we need to know where uh, where we'll be building before we really can. It
13: covers the entire county, so uh, I guess sir. I guess yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir, we we can't we get, go back and forth just. okay,
1: give them time. okay. I'm so sorry. That's bad. Then. Okay. So I, I think, Mr. Mr. President, uh, yeah, I think that uh, the, the questions are, are good ones about employees and, and the groundwater district. Uh, and that, from what I understand from the, the energy company is that this, you know, again, they're not asking the board to approve the project or the water usage. That would all come later. This is just would, would you consider the tax. the tax abatement should all those other hurdles be jumped through is what i way Okay, next yeah
0: you can identify yourself
11: as well, please sir. William Burnton, um, I have some questions and some comments. First one would be, you know, he didn't identify the sources of the surface, the water. He keeps saying renewable water, but surf. I don't know of any renewable water sources. He talks about renewable energies, but he hasn't said how he they plan to, pur- uh, it- electrolysis requires a lot of electricity. They don't tell them where the electricity is coming from Are they gonna be windmills all over the county? Are they gonna be, Uh, um, solar power panels all over the place and I I can almost guarantee they're going to wind up using electricity from the power plant. So they're going to use electricity to heat water to turn the steam turbine to create electricity and large amounts of it so they can then turn around and use that electricity to separate a different bunch of water into hydrogen. It's not efficient. I don't know why we even consider (coughs) subsidizing the green agenda around doesn't do us any benefit. What are they going to replace our coal power plant? plant? Well, that's yeah, sure. okay, Excuse yeah. me, and please keep and comments, so. <clears throat> so he hasn't identified, they're totally unprepared. They have not identified the, the sources of the water or electricity yet. Y'all have to approve this before they even come forward uh-huh. with our plans. And then the second question, they have this big polygon drawn on the FCAD map. I don't know why that's there. Are they saying that the facility will be somewhere within that polygon? <laughs> and I'm totally opposed to the project i don't even need to hear any more questions or answers it's just totally opposed uh
0: would monarch like to address any of those issues <laughs> okay
3: next uh, um, I, think we're I, right. I think mr Driver, unless there's a specific uh
1: you know, is probably better just
0: look at the public Okay, Uh, next speaker, please. Could you identify yourself as well, please, sir?
14: I'm Richard Frenzel. My family's been here since 1853, but that's irrelevant to this subject here. I have over 50 years of experience of making fresh drinking water out of salt water on ships between here and raised Arabia. It's, it's successful. it's, it's economical feasibly uh, to do that. And Carpus Christi has had a first shot at making good drinking water out of water out of the Gulf of Mexico. And it's working. And he's working on ships and offshore tugs, and offshore rigs. There is no reason. We are a growing community. We got people wanting to move here from Austin and California I mean from Houston and California. We don't, we need all of keep our fresh water here. Let them move to a place where they can get a good clear salt water uh, primary surface and primary content. And make it into the fresh water they need, other companies are doing it. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Appreciate
0: it. Anybody else on the last row would like to speak? Yes, sir. Uh,
15: Ken Durnell from LaGrange. Well, I spent a lot of hours today doing my presentation, but I'm not even going to look at it. Uh, I think Monarch's ill prepared. They admitted that they normally don't come to anybody at this point in the process. They're only 15 to 20 percent designed, I guess you'd say. They can't even uh, identify a location. How do they know where they're going to get water from if they can't even identify a location? And then they mentioned something about water rights. Well, you get out in Gonzales County, when you say water rights, it's water going to San Antonio. So are they talking about... Acquiring water rights for groundwater? I don't know. Uh, according to the 1,500 acre feet a year, that's 1.4 million gallons a day. And Mr. Pendle's right, we're a growing community. We need to hold on to what we got. Because water can become the new oil in the decade. Today. And in closing, I might read the closing statement. Uh, there are hardworking business people throughout Fayette County that go to work every day and an honest living. Local business owners are not getting any tax abatements in order for their business to succeed. Why are we considering a tax abatement for a California company? Taxpayers have had enough of government agencies giving tax breaks to companies in order to, for them to be profitable. <clears throat> if you can't succeed on your own merits, don't be asking the hardworking taxpayers to bail you out. I'm against the zone and the project, and I want to thank the superintendent for there was confusion with the meeting tonight on the hours and he stepped up and took care of it. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All
0: right, anybody else on the back row? Uh, middle row or second to the last. Mm-hmm. Mr. Parker. Work. Uh,
4: this is a a couple of slides talking about the process of um, the the, uh, fuel production. And there's also a article in the back regarding the amount of water necessary uh, to do this. And that's been spoken to at length, so I would just like to address the electricity end of it. Uh, Your application in tab 7 Says it's a 500 megawatt plant. Is that electricity input or is that the power equivalent of the amount of hydrogen produced?
1: And again, sir, if you want to save all your questions, we're going to. We will ask them at the end. It's not going to be a question and answer with them. So if you, we'll Okay. So is, you your question, is your question you 500
6: megawatt needed to run it, or are you producing? Is that what your yeah. question is? Yeah. What, what does
4: the 500 megawatts mean? Okay. And they are making renewable, or they are making electrofuels from renewable energy. That they say that renewable energy then is at least 500 megawatts if it's the input. If it's the output, it's going to be more because the efficiency isn't 100%. 500 megawatts of solar is going to take about two acres per megawatt. That's 1,000 acres of solar panels. I don't know how much wind, if they're thinking about doing it as wind. That's an eyesore. Whose property is going to be adjacent to that in that area that's been outlined? And by the way, the map in the application looks nothing like, or very little like, the final... Uh, map that y'all have drawn and distributed to the public, but within that, in the in the map in the application, y'all do have a copy of the application in your packet, right? That's a question for the board. Again, do you? There, this yeah, isn't that you do. Of question of the question. Okay, the board
1: has, has access to all the all the materials. Do you have it now in your? Okay, Again, and so if you just continue with your
0: presentation, thank you. Thanks. Thanks. Thank you. We'll, we'll, if there's time for Questions or comments? We'll, we'll come back to you. Is there any more going down the road? Do,
1: do, do you want to add, do you want to have the questions that he had asked specifically to the monarch about the uh, the? Uh,
0: Excuse me, please keep y'all's comments to yourself. If not, I can get get you excused. Okay? Please
6: keep the comments to yourself if you don't mind. Thank you. So if y'all can address the. Uh, you know the 500 megawatts is that input needed to run it or is that output expected output and uh kind of address the you know he's are talking about the efficiency just you know and here's your most of us in this room aren't very up to speed on on this process and we know what happens when you turn the light switch on we're excited when the ac comes on in the summer but if you can kind of explain why is this efficient because sometimes it doesn't make sense to us on you know how much energy it takes to make energy.
5: Sure. So it is input. It's 500 megawatt input. Uh, as far as efficiency, um, a lot of uh, we talk a lot about efficiency as far as renewables go. But for perspective, um, your gasoline engine is about 30 percent efficient. Uh, the hydrogen process that we're talking about here is about sixty percent efficient. So, um, you know, uh, efficiency is only so useful useful as a measure um, in relation to the cost. Um, it's not it's not a useful measure in and of itself.
1: There was a question about whether where the renewable energy was coming from, and
6: would it be windmills and solar panels <coughs> As far as the, the electricity, when you talk about the renewable piece of it, uh, and I don't know if this is even part of it, but the amount of concern about is it is it gonna be as far as uh, solar panels, uh, turbines, or what What do you talk about when you're talking about the usage of renewable energy? Yeah,
5: so um, we're still awaiting rules from the Department of Treasury regarding what qualifies as uh, green hydrogen? The green hydrogen that we're trying to create, but generally uh, you can think about it as um, any carbon-free generation. So that could be solar and wind, that could be um, nuclear, that could be geothermal, uh, that could be hydro. So um, any any carbon-free generation would qualify.
6: So, so that means one of those sources you would be using to power your, your plant? Is that what we're hearing?
5: Yeah, that's right. Uh,
1: although... Um, but not transmitting that power? Plant. But, but not producing that power, just buying the renewable power from someone else?
5: Yeah, we would be buying from someone else. So that it's, um, you know, once electricity goes on to the... Um, Transmission grid—it's fungible. When we talk about what's powering your plant, um, technically it's it's most likely the nearest power plant um, from a physical perspective. But when we talk about what's powering our plant, it's really a financial, um, uh, the financial perspective that we're talking about. So, who are we paying uh, to provide us power?
0: Okay, any other
3: questions?
0: And once again, if you don't mind identifying yourself. please.
9: I'm Neil Ravensburg, I'm a resident of LaGrange. Uh, most of my questions have been answered. Uh, I do have just a comment to make from the questions and the answers that I've heard this evening. It just seems like Fayette County is uh, using up its resources, and we have little return on our resources. From a real estate standpoint, water is a very important commodity uh, for the sale of property here in Fayette County, and I just don't see us using our water resources uh, in a great capacity that will affect people's land values, et cetera, and the ability to uh, attract buyers to Fayette County. So my comment is is basically uh, resources seem to be used, and are, we have little gain on the return. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Okay, next person.
0: Name well okay, as well
3: as I'm Beth Baker. I was a school teacher and I'm so proud of you this group letting us speak and I think you're listening and you're asking pertinent questions because I'm mainly concerned about the children are they going to have water when we get older I'm so old that I can remember when Judge Ed and our group went together in San Antonio wanting to shake our water and it wasn't taken because the people in the community realize how important water is and I'm hoping that you understand that too because without water you don't have land and if you're talking about property taxes going up I can't handle that one either but I just want to thank y'all for this opportunity to speak and I appreciate all y'all's questions because I said that's why we that's why we vote you in. You're supposed to ask questions. You're our detectives. You're protecting not just the children. You're protecting the community that they have to live in. And I want to thank you all so much. Thank you. Thank you, thank, you. thank you.
16: thank
0: you, Okay, next speaker in the line. Okay, next row, right here, friend. One of y'all want to speak? Well, I'll,
3: I just, I just want to be on record. You oh, my name's Connie Sackle. I live in Lagrange, well, in the country. <laughs> uh, I had a question for a Monarch. I mean, are you uh, fiscally solvent enough to do this on your own without an abatement?
0: And again, we're, we're, we're going to right, okay, answer the okay. questions. Yes, is that going to be your only question, or you need? No, no and okay. I
3: want to make a we'll statement go ahead. that go ahead. I'm 100 percent in agreement with every statement made so far, and I hope the board votes
1: no. Thank you. Right. And, and again, I think we could, as Monarch, they want to, they, without going into any proprietary financial information. The question is about the fiscal solvency or health of uh, of Monarch and. Uh, the possibility of going forward with the project without an abatement, I think, was the,
6: the nature of the question. So I don't know if you, I don't know if you heard that, but uh, the audience wants to know that without this abatement, uh, can y'all continue on with the project, or that's you'll have to have it in order to continue.
5: So one of the qualifiers for the project are to be abatement, and um, I'm sure, uh, council can talk about this further is that um, the uh, abatement has to be necessary to make the project competitive. So um, as far as our our solvency, we have the capital to uh, develop this project. The abatement doesn't affect the um, cost of development of the project. It uh, impacts the property taxes that we're paying once it's operational now um other districts across the state of Texas are are um granting these uh tax above so all the it does is make this this project uncompetitive versus projects in uh other school districts if it's not granted. Does that answer your question? No, it does.
1: And uh, I will I will comment on that that under the state law, um, there are, this is a, one of the qualified types of projects, but the state won't let it go through if they believe that the project would be done without the abatement. So it, or it was not an abatement, it's a limitation agreement. So that's, a, that, that's a, a finding that's already been officially made by the state of Texas is that <clears throat> these types of projects are, have been incentivized by the legislature uh, to you know manufacturing uh, for jobs and then alternative fuels. And that's a, that's a choice of the state, but they won't allow the school district to grant a tax limitation agreement unless the controller's office studies it and then makes a certification that this project would <coughs> not go forward without uh, the limitation agreement. So that's already
0: been decided by the state of okay. Texas. Right. Thank you. All right, next to nine Station A, please.
17: Sir. Yes, sir, I sure will. Uh, my name is Mark Sacco. Uh, my wife just spoke resident of LaGrange and um, you know my my concern is uh, let let me just state for the record I'm 100,000% against this. project. Okay. I think it's absolutely absurd that we have water that is such a precious commodity that we're going to use 1.4 million gallons per day. For what? What is the benefit of this to us? As hard working citizens here in LaGrange, in Fayette County what are we getting out of this they're going to, they're going to have three or four employees what are the economic benefits that we're going to get this uh, they're unprepared they've only got 15% of their project developed but yet they're wanting this major tax right. tax break major they, they want you to decide in a couple weeks I've managed you know hundred million dollar projects and it takes all kinds of before we go to the board, as you are, we've got to have everything lined, all the T's dotted, where water's coming from, where the property's at. I mean, it's, it's absurd. This total thing is absurd. And this company, I don't know how many people are even in, in this company. Is it two, so, three guys that running it? And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just, it's, it's uh, what they're going to end up doing it sounds like, is create this hydrogen. They need LCRA in the power plant. But in the end, they want to do away with it because they want, their, they want their product to create power plant. In the end, I think that's they want us to use that for our electricity. And I just don't think it's feasible. The whole wind and solar does not work big time. Maybe on a, on a single... Uh you know, small increment homes, but on a big scale, there's no infrastructure, one thousand percent against them. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Mr. President, there was a question about how many employees Yeah, how many employees do y'all have? Monarch has
5: we have about nine employees right now. Okay. All right. Thank you. All right next. I, I just want uh, just one point. Um, we have about nine points but um, you know they implication be shit up like like um, two guys in the truck. Our, our team members are responsible for well in excess of $5 billion of projects being built uh, around the country. So um, this isn't this isn't just uh, some power idea that we came up with. Nothing more. Thank you. All right. If you could state your name please. My yeah.
0: name is
12: Michael Gatlin, and I live in Fayette County. Um, I don't really have a question. Uh, I want to say that I was an engineer in the oil patch for 45 years, drilling and completing wells, and this was the most insulting presentation I've ever seen in my life. I don't know (laughs) what this group thinks we are. I hope our I know our schools are turning out better students than these guys are capable of, <laughs> of presenting yes,
0: Please, Please okay. try not to presenters please Any okay.
12: comments? Uh, I think we just ought to consider very strongly uh, what we should evaluate and determine from these folks because I think all of us have learned virtually nothing from them we've learned a lot from our superintendent here through his questions. Thank you. Appreciate
0: it. Anybody else like to speak?
12: I'm Paul Gray. I live in the Grange.
7: Uh, Just just my observation it seems to me that uh, Aren't you all really in the business of project management? Looking at your website, that's what I see.
0: Can I get an answer? Yeah, go ahead. Are you going to have any more comments or questions? Or well, is that going to be your only questions, questions and my, then we'll my, ask uh, at the end
12: of your presentation? My comment is they're deliberately obscure about
7: questions that are being asked. Out of uh, 1,500 gallons of uh, acre-feet acre feet that they're using, we don't know how much of that
12: is being consumed in this process. We just know that's what they're using. They're saying that a lot of this is recyclable because it's for cooling purposes, right? Uh, the timelines aren't,
7: aren't clear on what they're trying to do. They can't give us a working
12: example that we can look up and see what has actually been done. What do you do? Exactly, that's my question. Thank you. Thank you.
6: So kind of the question is, as far as y'all's role, are y'all, the, are y'all project managers, or do y'all do the developing, architect, engineering, construction? Or so the is kind of y'all's role specifically with Monarch Energy.
5: Sure. Sure. So, uh, Monarch is a developer, so that includes um, some of the project management. It doesn't include the uh, construction engineering. That will be a third party that does that. Um, as far as uh, water usage, what are we actually consuming versus um, what are we? Um, I guess just using for cooling. Uh, we'd be. Using
0: Sorry, I'm right, notes. Excuse me. Okay. Uh, anybody no else? And we're on the topic of water, just just to clarify, you know, we're
5: we're trying to respect. Um,
18: is Deborah Frank and uh, we've had a lot of great questions so a lot of my questions have already been answered sort of kind of um, I agree with mr. gray that a lot of the responses have been very vague but I think this is one that I've not really heard uh, according to monarchs four page very vague website monarch energy development will not actually build the green hydrogen plant. And that's basically what he already admitted that they're just the upfront, uh, you know, negotiators with maybe land purchases or utilities or whatever. So my question is, what companies is Monarch negotiating for? And do these companies have any ties with BlackRock Investments or any China-owned companies? Are any companies which might potentially build this plant expecting subsidies from the federal government? And then I do have a question for the board itself. Um, According to the application or a cover letter, written by Oscar Trevino, uh, attached to the application. On Monday, May May 16th, the Grange ISD Board of Trustees received and reviewed the application. On the same day, the Board of Trustees voted to consider the application and to approve the applicant's qualifying job creation waiver request. So their application only guarantees one job, and you guys have already agreed that that's acceptable? Uh, I can address what? that, yes.
1: Mr. President, whenever okay. she's yeah. done with her presentation. Okay, are you done? Yes. okay. Thanks. Okay, thank All you. Right. Well, as far as the question for the board, Mr. President, okay. might I address yes. that? Could uh, you say that There are people that can't hear <coughs> you. <either>? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll try to speak up. The, the question mm-hmm. was about the board approving the application of Monarch Energy in May, and then also approving a waiver of a job, or, uh, job creation requirement. First of all, the way the 313 process works is a company that might be qualified to do a project will come to a school district, a thousand school districts in Texas. Uh, uh, The the, uh, company reached out to Mr. Wagner and got us involved. The way it works is the company has to uh, help the school district by financing the school district's ability to vet the project by paying the school's lawyer and the school's financial people So the school doesn't have to come out of pocket to spec the deal. So what the board approved was the deal to be spec'd out to see is this a tax abatement or a tax limitation agreement. You you can use those words, some people call it a tax abatement. Uh, It's a limitation on the amount of taxes to improve that. So uh, what we heard from the Monarch folks is that yes, they wanted to have that uh, flexibility for if the, if the power uh, plant or whatever their manufacturing plant was offline, that they weren't tied to a higher number. I think I heard him say that they would uh, expect to have eight or nine folks in it, but more if it was in uh, fertilizer production. I think that's what I heard him say. I'm not going to quote it, but, uh, we, the board did approve the application that came in, uh, to spec out this project. Uh, that's what they did. And they also approved the waiver, uh, and, uh, and that was uh that was done by the board uh so this is uh, again the board has not made any decision other than to, to spec this project and so that this is part of that process
6: and she had a couple questions about uh what the do you have an affiliation with blackrock company no no, no. no affiliation no what, said, no what about chinese no. investors no. are they involved with this at all no And then any, I think the other one was like federal subsidies. Was that your next one about, are y'all relying on federal subsidies uh, for this project?
5: Um, Not currently there is a potential that we will benefit from federal subsidies, um, but uh, we aren't currently benefiting from
3: any federal subsidies.
18: one of a question about
6: specifically what companies are they representing? Okay, and then uh, and I don't, what companies are y'all representing? Who
18: would build the company?
6: As far as like, you said a third party would build it. I know as a school, we didn't build our school, we contracted out for someone to build a school for us. So can you kind of talk about who would build this project? Yeah, so,
5: so on the question of who we're representing, um, you know, we're, Majority owned by our employees, so um, uh, we, we are really only representing ourselves. Uh, we have no agreement with any other companies for this project in place. Um, as far as who would build it, yes, uh, I, I'm not aware of any, you know, uh, uh, power plant or or uh, project similar to this that is built. Same company that would own this, so who would build the project is a company like uh, Black & Beach um, large, uh, large general contractors that uh, you know um, build things like power plants. Um, and again, I'm not familiar with any um, any large general contractor that also uh, uh, owns their projects.
0: Thank you. All right. Next, somebody else would like to speak in that line row. All right. First row,
7: anybody. Once again, please state your name. Good evening. I'm Tim Stewart. I'm a LaGrange resident. I'm fairly new here. I am an Austin refugee. During the pandemic, I got out as fast as I could. And um, I really, really appreciate LaGrange. I have a few questions. Um, my background is such that I, I dealt with nuclear weapons for 20 years. Um, I hear the word hydrogen, I'm triggered. I, I come from a safety background. And uh, during the presentation, Monarch mentioned fertilizer. And you know, being a, a recent Texan, my question is of uh, the board, are we the next Gerald? W- what I heard was, hydrogen production, yet later I heard fertilizer production. And so my question is related to safety and the safety of our community. All of the other questions, they're great. Sure, we're going to have water issues, and I hope you all take that serious, but what about all of the intangibles, the safety, the health? Uh, If you take water, and you have to separate that, what about the other particulates in the water? What happens with those? Well, we have some giant slack pile of, of contaminants from, I, I fish Fayette, I've seen some of those funky things down the bottom, and so if they're sucking that in, what happens with that? It, it can't all just be hydrogen and oxygen. So uh, my question of Monarch is, they had mentioned fertilizer, if they have the opportunity to comment on manufacturing fertilizer at the plant. Uh, second, um, again, you know, if they're manufacturing hydrogen, they need to do something with it. Um, anybody remember the Hindenburg? Yeah. <laughs> uh, pipelines, new pipelines. So, and then, you know, I, I'm, I call... Uh, 811, whenever I, or 411, or whoever I need to call when I need to make a uh, uh, dig dig something in the ground. And now all of a sudden we've got pipelines going to Houston, Austin, San Antonio. Uh, finally, I'd just like to say that obviously I am deeply opposed to this, and I thank you for your consideration in rejecting this. I believe this is way too early to put for your consideration. Thank you.
6: Okay, you want, you want to comment on the, and I think the town was West, uh, not Gerald, but I think West had, is that the town you're talking about how that exploded? Yeah, West, West, West. So uh, what role, if y'all did choose, or if fertilizer was something, what role would y'all have and what would that mean to LaGrange as far as, you know, what does the fertilizer piece of it look like?
5: Okay, sorry. I, um, I, I there for okay, so ED, so you know. earlier
6: you talked about a couple of different things y'all can use hydrogen for. One of them was for a power source for a power plant. One of them was for in the oil industry to kind of clean through oil. The other one was for fertilizer. So the question is about kind of the fertilizer area. What role would this Lagrange plant uh, play in the development of? the fertilizer in itself because of several years ago, you know, there was an accident at West uh, that a fertilizer manufacturing plant exploded and it was devastating to the community. So what does that look like for LaGrange if that's something y'all pursue?
5: Sure, and I want mean, to be very clear that we're not proposing that we build uh, you know, a fertilizer plant. Um, my, my point is only that, you know, among the, uh, um, which is a, a product that can be created from hydrogen to, to create fertilizer. So I'm just specifying you know, what, what could be done with hydrogen. But um, if, if there were a fertilizer plant here, you know, obviously we, we need to apply by all of the uh, c and
6: health regulations uh, uh, required. And all those things would be regulated by, you know, federal, state agencies, but uh, y'all's, y'all's role in that would be supplying the hydrogen or would y'all be involved in taking hydrogen and turning it into ammonia? Can you explain that?
5: We have no plans right now to turn the hydrogen into ammonia or to manufacture fertilizer. Um, uh, I think I merely, merely mentioned that as a uh, potential of hydrogen. Right. Uh, we, we don't envision that today. We don't envision ourselves having uh, a part in that process.
6: OK. All right. next to
8: Howdy. My name is Zach Ether. Uh, from O'Quinn and uh, my degree is in economics uh, I'm all for uh, uh, investment as long as the investment can stand on its own. Uh, one of the troubling things that I found, this came from AZO Clean Tech is that electrolysis of water method only contains 70 to 80% of the energy that's used to produce it. So they're not going to be able to get out uh, what they put into it. I think that's why they're here, asking for the limited uh, cap, the tax payment, whatever it's called, uh, because it creates a value for their company. And <clears throat> I think recently we have all kind of uh, learned about uh, dark money, private equity. Uh, where does that come from? And I do find it troubling. I get it; they have uh, proprietary processes and stuff, but they uh, not wanting to. To fully disclose that is uh, does call for concern so I looked up their founder and CEO Ben aline I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right but on Twitter in 2020 he was responding and reposting on a thread that uh, was talking about nuclear power plants not coming offline and he said that's a good thread keep Nuclear plants running the vacuum left by their closing will be filled by a non zero amount of emitting power sources. Until every coal plant is closed, there's nothing to talk about.
9: Thank you.
0: Does the board have any questions or comments to add? I would
16: like his comment
0: on uh, Mr. Easier's comment okay can he comment on that if you want to okay all right Oops. could you uh, make a comment on that about the uh, general manager's uh, quote
5: I, I, I apologize I haven't seen actually um, I'm not on Twitter so uh, i'm not exactly sure if it was him. uh if it wasn't him. okay all right thank you, I'm to you yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay.
0: any more any questions comments from the
13: board
16: i'm still sort of confused on the ownership because my first question who owns it there's one <coughs> investor i forget what the company name was but then uh here just a few comments ago it was their they own it together. Does that mean the eight or nine employees that these guys have they own it? Mm-hmm. Yes.
5: Yes. 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 Okay, but earlier it was this company from California. So so you have you have Mr. The President. Uh, yes, um, companies generally don't have one owner. Um, we, uh, Mancium is a part owner in the company uh, what I had referred to before was that uh, the company is majority owned by uh, the employees, including our uh, co-founders.
0: And that's eight or nine people? That's eight or nine of y'all?
5: Have, have a majority ownership in the, in the company. That's okay. correct. So Lansing also has a uh, equity stake in the company. Okay. All
3: right. Thank you. Any questions or
0: comments from the community? <coughs> close the public just one okay, hang on, just a minute. Just a minute. Let me go. Miss Burnhouse, you well, may. Ms.
11: Bertson, uh, Just to summarize, they're not using renewable energy; they're using power from the grid, mm-hmm. and they are not creating green energy. It's yeah. a scam mm-hmm. for rich investors from California to capitalize on the tax yeah. okay. It's a non-viable project. Because the investors can't make enough money without your abatement or without your limitation, and they should use They should find some other county to social
0: engineer them, and not fan County. Okay. Thank you. There's one more question? Oh yes. Do I have any more questions
3: for, oh, yes. yeah, have any more questions think, for
0: you? Have Monarch? Yeah, so we, okay. Do we have maybe they
3: can make more comments?
0: Yeah. Okay. you yeah, have any more comments or questions for Monarch Energy? Yes. Curious <laughs> why they picked Texas. Okay. Did you hear that? Curious <laughs> why you picked Texas?
5: Sure, yeah. Um, you know, uh, favorable, I would say, um, electricity market, the way that the electricity market is um, laid out is uh, it makes purchase of renewable. So, that's generally why I'm I'm focused on these these projects, is they're local to me. Uh, Also, just want to clarify, uh, the Benantium, the the main investor, is a Texas company.
0: They are not a California company. Okay, thanks for clarifying that. And uh, we we will have it on our agenda as a public forum again next Monday, December 12th. Uh, Meeting starts at 630. Uh, will Monarch Energy physically be at our meeting? A representative? Uh,
5: we, we can be. Um, yeah, I'll be up on that. Okay. All right.
0: We would prefer to have somebody physically here from Monarch uh, to answer all questions before we make our final decision. Uh, yeah. So if somebody from Monarch can attend in person next Monday. December the twelfth. That's good. Okay, at six thirty. Yes.
6: Okay. We appreciate uh, you guys y'all's time because a lot of us we're still leaving, probably leaving here with some questions, and we have opportunity to ask some more questions later on. But this is something that is dear to us as taxpayers here at Fayette you know, County and LaGrange ISD, and the welfare of our, of our uh, children and the children's children are, are, are something that's very important to all of us. So, uh, that's why we have questions. And some of the questions are, are, may come off as, as uh, you know, we're, we're just kind of one-sided, but at the end of the day, you know, we are who we are. And uh, we appreciate y'all's time and visiting with us. I look forward to our our meeting on Monday, the 12th, and uh, we're going to come up with some questions. We'll we'll post some additional questions at that time as well. So, uh, again, thank you all for being here through Zoom, and it would really mean a lot if you come here in person. I think it shows a a better faith being here, you know, speaking in front of us in person. But we appreciate you all's time at Monarch, and uh, we'll talk to you all next Monday
5: really appreciate the opportunity thank you all
6: all right thank you, thank you. Thank you. all right uh, there are no further comments
0: from the public mr gary drab then close the public uh, uh, hearing okay no sir we're, we're over with uh at 803 p.m oh, and reconvenes a special meeting you, oh. just, just one second i think what i was trying okay. to do was just close off the meeting with regard to okay. answering asking questions to Monarch. So okay okay well uh, yeah i was going to close the public forum oh. and then uh, yeah I mean I
3: think what I know I just think I was trying to close with regard to
0: Monarch is, is Energy right okay, okay, so that
3: right. they were then off of the, the zoo okay then disregard
0: that I apologize because um, yeah, they may have had a couple other questions okay that I didn't want to first of all uh, is there any comments from the board <laughs> to make uh, before I open it up to anybody from the public okay. I, I, do. Okay.
16: So I, I know a lot of you guys might have come in here tonight, you know, already upset, thinking, what is the board fixing to do? Please remember, every one of us in this room live where you live. We're one of you. That's what this is about. When somebody comes to us and there's an opportunity for our school district basically $4 million over 15 years. We have to listen to that. That's part of the job. We, you know, else we're not being responsible. Now, if, but we're not going to do anything that's going to be harmful to our community. So, please understand, we're, we're one of you. If, if, if we can make that $4 million, we would love to have it. But if we can't do it the right way we can do it without
0: it thank you Calvin. that was my thoughts exactly and i kind of mentioned it at the beginning of the meeting it's uh we're going to do whatever's right for the district and especially what's right for the community and, and our county so uh, I, I just have a question. yes sir
2: if we were going to do a four million dollar building we would have a bond issue and we would vote on it not just the board but everybody in the district. And I don't understand why something of this magnitude doesn't fall underneath the same thing as us building a $4 million. Mr. Well, it's, it's a
1: different $4 million. Uh, with the building, you're paying $4 million. With this, they're giving you $4 million.
2: Well, but there's more to it than Well, just that's
1: what, but again, sir, this is not uh, the more to it part, is whether they can build a power plant between them and people who permit power plants, whether they can do all the other things, the more you're, you're to it, let me, let me finish, sir. Let me finish. The, the more to it is, this is just whether, if this project, which we're still discovering about, which the board is still discovering about, if this project were to be built, would the board offer this uh, state uh, created uh, tax arrangement that would benefit the school more $400. All the other stuff is between the company to, to figure out. Now, and the last thing I'll say is that the board, I think as you heard from uh, from the, the trustees, is they're, they're still in that, that phase, and so I'd like to, to turn it back to you.
2: Yeah. Here's the people that are involved. The developer, the builder, the operator, the pipelines that ship fertilizer, uh, the safety hazards to our community now these aren't all under one roof you're going to get this if something goes wrong no 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 that was the builder no that was the developer so that's the operator's problem and we're going to be looking into a hornet's nest
0: if the over hits the fan thank you any other comment yes sir Mr. Chairman, I just want to thank the board members for taking the time to run for office. I know it's a tremendous job, especially
15: after today. But uh, like Calvin said, we're we're all part of the community, and I trust that you're going to make the right decisions for this community. Thank you, too. And everybody, Jim. spread the word and be here
0: next Monday. Next <laughs> and and two, just to just to let you know, thank you for your comments, but. No understanding, I'm trying to make this as, as comfortable and controlling as I possibly can. So uh, don't take this personal if I told you to be quiet or whatever that <laughs> would be. So anyway, yes, in the back, just one second. Yes, sir, go ahead.
12: Yeah, yes. Now how is the great independent school district gonna get this four million billion, and once they
3: get it, what are they gonna do? Um, that's a decision for the board. right
0: that'll be a decision of how the board wants to spend the four million dollars uh, you know it, i mean we can't do nothing until we would get it but i don't know if, if you I, can I, tell us about the, agree, yeah, the, the, the way the yeah. school finance is pretty complicated
1: it mostly mm-hmm. comes from your property taxes but uh if you have too much appraised value including industrial property you have to send some the, the district has to send some of its property taxes to the state so it can equalize other school districts that don't have as much uh, appraised (laughs) value in their district per student the 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 reason that this these 313 agreements are very popular with Texas school districts is because it it gives them those funds without counting against them in that recapture program so it's not money that has to be sent back to the state Uh, and so that is uh, a that's just one feature of it.
0: Uh, she had a question first. So.
1: This is a
3: real brief question about the reinvestment zone. So Monarch said their project is 15, 20 acres, right? So how big is the reinvestment zone that you're considering?
1: And again, there, there's a map of, of the reinvestment zone, the and oh, okay. and it's not the, the the map is. I I, we, we, I, I don't have a, an answer for the exact amount. The reinvestment zone is not, uh, and you can see this also noted on there. It, it's not meant to be the project boundary. It's just that the, that that is the zone in which it would be located, uh, and that the board would not, it wouldn't be that anyone in that zone would automatically get the break. You would have to still come and apply for it, just but like But how Hunter. big
3: is the zone um, the board is considering?
1: So you're asking acre-wise? Yes. Um, again, I, I don't have, does anyone have the answer?
3: Well, to that well there's the range I yeah. see yeah. yellow, yeah. right? I, I'm
6: not right? right? I'm trying to answer if anyone right. has so that here. Yeah, right here. I, I Here. I think what happened was as, as far as getting this approved and because of the timelines which I think none of us are comfortable how fast this is happening and how much time we have to process it. So I just want everybody to know we're all on the same page with that. In fact, we're all on the same page with a lot of things that, that y'all are speaking out. So don't feel like y'all are talking to another side trying to convince us of some things because some of the questions y'all have, we've had. And some of the questions, things y'all have said, we've said. So again, I think Calvin said it. We're all in this whole business together, but because it was so big, they didn't want anything to keep this from happening, like all of a sudden the right landowner was just a mile outside of that investment zone and it couldn't all of a sudden the whole thing is done. So they actually made it a lot larger on the map to be able to be more flexible on where they could get those 15 acres. So it looks it's it's huge, but they needed that flexibility because hey, I may go to John, oh he don't want to sell, I gotta go here. They have to find the 15 acres somewhere, but mainly east of Lagrange, uh, towards that area. Even though the whole map encompasses Lagrange and south and all that, it was just done that way for flexibility purposes. But he said it: you got to be close to water. That narrows it down. We all kind of know the general vicinity of where this thing wants to go. But it was it was to keep uh, a a clerical error from keeping this thing from going forward if the board wants it to go forward. So that's why it was a big area to look at. We didn't want it to be too narrow to where we actually didn't have anyone partake in it. So it was kind of scoped out a lot larger. I know but if you
3: declare it all You I mean, don't know. It it's not the mean, way
6: it works. No, it doesn't work that way. You and, declare and, it all potential so to be that zone. No, it, it was
0: only available to Monarch mm-hmm. for this project. Right. And that is the only reason that we voted to let them have it. If it doesn't go through with Monarch, it can't go through with anybody else. Um It had nothing, it is specific to Monarch. And and that is the reason we were all able to to get to here to continue to look at this project. It is not, anyone else would have to go through the same process process to get to the reinvestment portion
6: of it. It it is clearly for Monarch at this point. Right. Thank you. And and that's part of that application process. So, like you said, there's no way... No, someone else can't come in and say, so we want to, we want to use to that, that advantage now because this area is there. Yeah,
3: because it's already a reinvestment zone. So it's right. streamlined but, for- But it's really that for, that, for, that's that's for that project. Done. No. no. Yes. no. no. Yeah.
0: Mr. Parker, we have one more question right here to Frank.
8: So I just, uh,
7: uh, a point of clarification. You said that the uh, formula for the funding is extremely complex. I would agree. Uh, most people don't understand how the money is shuffled in the nuts. That's a statement. My question is, you mentioned that there was, um, uh, I, I forget your, how you phrased it, but that there's a liability if we have undeveloped land under certain flavors, and so then we have to then pay money back to the state to help. Well, what, what he said
6: was that, so the way the all way kids, if they go to LaGrange ISD, if you all went to LaGrange ISD, the state of Texas determines how much money each school district gets. It's not the school district. We can't say, "Hey, we want this amount of money." So, say they say each kid is going to be funded for six thousand dollars to be educated for the year. Okay. If we raise our local taxes, if we collect four thousand of the six thousand, if that's what we collect, you know, you know, we have two two thousand students altogether. So, if we raise four thousand for each student, they say we well, need two thousand to get to what we want you to get. So, the state gives us that two thousand. Okay. okay. If we collect taxes, say Samsung, say a big plants in here, and now all of a sudden we're collecting eight thousand per student, well then we give that two thousand over back to the state of Texas. Yes. So that funding we cannot get just because the company comes in to uh, Lagrange ISD and puts a, a big, you know, Elon Musk brings a Tesla plant in here. That doesn't mean we're going to get more money for our students. What that means is. That money, that ex- excess money over that six thousand, goes back to the state of Texas to give to a school district that doesn't have that tax base, and that's called Robin Hood. And uh, some school districts give out sixty to eighty million of their own dollars that they raise in their own community to another school district, and they can't do anything about it. We are right on the verge of being kind of almost collecting enough for ourselves. But not quite where the state does help us get to that 6000 and we and we need that money. So this abatement, what made it attractive to us to first look at, before we knew what it was, was the fact that we're going to get our 4000 from local taxes, and then the state will give us our 2000 But this $4.2 million would be on top of all that, so it's not counted against you. So that's what made it attractive to begin with, but it's not going to be attractive if it's not the right thing to do. You know, we, we're going to, like I told some people today, we're going to open our doors next year regardless of Monarch Energy, and we're going to plan like Monarch Energy doesn't isn't going to be here, because that's the way we should do it, because if they, if there's any money, it'll be extra. That's yeah, just icing on the cake. So we're, we're good with not having Monarch. It, it Whatever happens,
1: happens, so. Can, can, can I say one, one thing about that, Mr. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just along the same lines, um, the way this would work if the board were to approve this—and I don't know if the board's approved, it, would be that the board would approve it. There'd be paperwork. The board wouldn't get a check for four million dollars. The project uh, would have to survive, whatever it survived, get built in several years, and then the money would start, you know, come in and, you know, maybe one chunk and then trickle in over the years. So this isn't really about whether the project gets built. So the district would have to think that even if they did the deals, like they can't spend that $4 million until Monarch actually uh, gets all whatever approvals they may need, gets it done. So this is, is just a speculative uh, whether or not this project would be something that they would grant a tax break to, not whether or not this project will go forward. So it, it's, it, it's uh, you know, there's due diligence that would happen uh, should the, the school district go forward. But I do think it's safe to say that if the school district says we're not gonna offer this, that is is not very likely that, uh, uh, well, at least the, the state of Texas, the controller, has said that they feel I like a, uh, a major factor in Monarch going forward is that they uh, have a possibility of getting I a and it would go far without. That's the finding made by the Just state. a second. Hang on just a
7: second. We're still talking,
0: discussing.
1: So That's it, Mr. President. Okay, no, so you
7: thank, okay. thank you for the clarification and thank you for the uh, excellent, simple. Uh, that makes sense. Okay,
0: thank you. All right, Mr. Parker, you had you would have wanted to comment. Yeah, uh, one comment. These guys are all over the map. I think we all see that. i want to read
4: you. They have a web page, a website. It has four web pages, two of them are comment forms. Two of them have substance. This is one of them. This is the sum total of the substance. This is a quote. The next 1,000 unicorns, that is companies that have a market valuation over a billion dollars, won't be a search engine, won't be a media company. They'll be businesses developing green hydrogen, green agriculture, green steel, and green cement. A quote from Larry Fink, CEO of BlackRock, 10 trillion under management. These guys are anything for money. They won't say anything, do anything, we're gonna make fertilizer, we're gonna make hydrogen, we're gonna this and that. This is a map that actually is in the application. It's different than the map you showed. Note that it has large white parcels. This is when they're thinking they're gonna do renewable energy and 500 megawatts of renewable energy is a thousand acres of solar panels. That's why those white. That's why those white parcels are lined out on this form. Now maybe they changed their mind or talking about fungible renewable energy. What kind of asinine comment is that? Fungible because it all goes into one pot. So if we pull out 500 megawatts of fungible green energy, do you see my point? Anything for money—that's these guys. Absolutely. Thank you, and and Calvary, Thank you for your comment. I do appreciate all of the board. Uh, I hope that you are doing your homework and looking into all of these things. Look at their website. Study that application. You'll get a lot
8: out of it. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yes, sir. One more question to say. In sales, it's called smoke and mirrors, and that's what I feel like we're seeing right now, and I saw that map, and one of those areas that's outlined in white is the coal plant, and then I take that with what the founder is saying on Twitter, you know, a year before he starts his company, and I don't know, it just doesn't seem coincidental. Mm -hmm. All right, yes Yes, ma'am.
18: Okay, talking about the tax abatement, would it actually... End up just being where the plan is located, or would it be any properties within that entire re-investment
1: zone? Okay. That's good. No. So it's it's a, the tax limitation agreement is only for the improvements that are put on the property, whether it's a manufacturing or renewable energy facility, and it's not for any other project. The, the initial map that the gentleman spoke about is was just a I, I think the. A larger scale, but the, the reinvestment zone is the one that uh, uh, it would only be for improvements that were made uh, pursuant to this project.
2: But it could be multiple sites.
1: No, no, that's not the project. When would the
0: just a minute, start? we're still just a bit. We're still in discussion. Okay, right. you get it, Mr. Delight. Okay, all right.
2: Yes, sir. When would the abatement start if you go through with it? Because when? we gotta wait years to get the 4 million, but would the abatement start right now? Well, you
1: don't, well, the, 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 abate, uh, the, there's no uh, tax to abate because there's no improvements on the property. Well, so once starts, the process will I let me send it. So when, so if you buy land, uh, that's not very high to pay tax on, you build a real fancy refinery or something, then your taxes get high. That's when the abatement starts and there's uh, money that comes in two ways In a, in a large uh, would be uh, proposed, uh, the proposed going would be a, a lump sum and then also annual uh, trailing uh, payments to the school district that would somewhere over four, between four and four and a half million dollars is what, but we're still negotiating that, uh, that if whether or not the school would do it, how it would look, but it wouldn't be, money wouldn't be at the end of the rainbow, it would be as you go, uh, but it would start when the taxation uh, is uh, limited, uh, which is after the improvement the construction began all the way built. No. So we would start having the basements when they
6: were partially built.
1: It's again, that that's all you know, <coughs> that, that, that a taxing a schedule. the taxing
6: the, the county appraisal district. Will, it's like if you buy a lot right now, you're going to get appraised on, you know, nothing's on it. As soon as you put a structure up, guess what, there's going to be a little bit of an increase in payment, you add some more they structures, don't. And that's what's going to happen. Man, so it's the same thing with this. So the abatement kicks in when there's actually taxes with the, with the improvement. Uh, as far as the payout schedule, you know, it was going to be X amount a year, and then one bigger chunk of change for one of the years was like $2 million, and the rest of it spread out. And then after 15 years, they're back on the roll, or 10 to 15 years, they're on the tax rolls uh, just like any other company. Uh, so, so that's... Uh,
0: so, um, how many? Just a minute. Of we had so one gentleman hasn't had his hand raised. So, yes. Mr. Darty,
12: this Chapter Three Thirteen. Could you tell me when that began and why is the why is the legislature elected to do away
1: with it? I think Chapter Three Thirteen of the Texas Tax Code. Uh, I would say probably about six or seven years. And the legislature, they sunset all their laws, meaning that they automatically a lot of them automatically expire unless they are re uh, reauthorized. Uh, and because there is some, I think, uh, difference of opinion in the legislature about um, uh, tax uh, breaks for businesses, this was not uh, this was not reauthorized in the last legislative session. Most commentators expect there to be something similar to it that that comes out of the next session because the state of Texas does like to uh, to incentivize business. Uh, but what you know, this one was only renewable energy and manufacturing. Uh, we don't know what's going to come out this of the next legislative this, session.
12: This is a school. This is a public school.
1: Well, again, the, what the, the the law, Chapter Three Thirteen says that. Uh, when uh, you build a manufacturing facility, there are many different ways you're going to pay tax. You may pay uh, sales tax, franchise tax, different kind of tax, but the school tax uh, and the and the uh, other property taxes are one that are set out by that Chapter 313. So Chapter 313 is only about school taxes and uh, and uh, and limitation agreements given out uh, according
6: to the state law. It's run through the control of public county taxes and all that still up the grabs. This doesn't affect someone's county tax, like this company, whatever their county tax deal, city tax, any of that doesn't change. It's just school taxes only, which are high, you know, I I know they're high. But this all 313 has anything to do with this, the school tax collection, not, not what the county uses to raise money for for things or the city or anything like that. So just understand that, correct? Yeah, I mean, that, like again, that's
1: that's all, that but this board would consider is how it taxes.
6: I
10: have a question to piggyback on that. Ask that real quick. Yes. So, the company was founded in or formed in late 2021. When did the state announce the sunsetting of this particular tax code?
1: Uh, the last legislative session, it wasn't announced by the state. It was just there was no action to to, uh, to renew it. it, to to renew it, it to so,
10: renew it. so my question would be what would be the timing of the fabrication of the formation of this company per Texas saying, Hey, we're just not gonna authorize that program anymore and all of a sudden this company gets formed and says, Hey, we wanna develop renewable energy. So is there any I you do not know that answer.
1: I, I don't know I, I really don't know anything more about monarch energy than anybody in the room. So I mean I, I can't speak for Monarch Energy, I can only speak But for I was just the I was just gonna put that, that, that's I, I don't so, I don't think that I, I think there are a lot of companies out there that are, that are trying to get as many breaks as they can mm-hmm. because there are incentives under state and federal and local laws for different sorts of whatever may be considered those things. I don't think this company was founded because the Texas mm-hmm. law was expiring. I I'm just it, curious. Yeah, I, I don't think Well, and the bottom line is think. they're there to
6: make money. I mean, it's a business. It's, no one's arguing the fact that they're for profit. They are, it's, a, it's a profit business. Someone came up with a business plan to make money and use the the laws to their advantage, and that's what they're doing. I mean, it's they're not giving charity away. They're they're trying to make money, and if they can do it and increase their profit margins by getting abatement, a that's what they're trying to do. We all we, we all understand that. Uh, it's a, it's just, that's what they're doing. Um, I have a two part question. You, somebody in, in the back of their yes. hand up. Yes. Uh, do you know has the
18: county been approached by Monarch for? any type of abatement on the county
6: property okay it's mm-hmm. 313's aren't for county it's Boy, just for school districts
3: well
6: it's uh county?
1: i think you probably just have to ask the county about don't yeah, don't yeah, the we, school we don't. has any special information about well, the yeah.
3: county approved the 7b solar farm in uh, yeah. Yeah. all that's we have any totally control different. over
6: yeah. is
0: 313
7: yeah. yeah. yeah, so. yes sir so have you done a 313 before no, LaGrange, LaGrange. So LaGrange. So this, LaGrange, uh, LaGrange ISD, this is the first 313 that's come across. Yes. It's, you know, but the way
1: it works is that you can't do a 313 you're, you're kind of like the way you know, it's, it has to be, an application has to come from someone who, uh, who, who wants to do a
6: 313. The right. I, I was just still, asking yeah, for the experience yeah. with LaGrange ISD. with This, this the is the first three, one. 313. So yeah. School districts aren't allowed to seek them out. Right. They just have to receive. Yeah. And that's what we did. Our, Before Mr. Wagner, but someone turned in an application and started the process. It's not anything the school district seeks out just okay so we're all kind of learning at the we're same time. all yeah. learning yeah. at the same time well we i do it for a living yeah so yeah. 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 So, yeah so that's
7: my follow-on yeah. question and that is has the board contacted any other isds yeah. to say what are the benefits that's part of what i do yeah, yeah. So but i but
1: i don't provide my legal advice in public i want to provide it to the board yeah.
7: okay
6: there's been a lot of school districts that have received lucrative financial gains with, with 313s, if you, if you can just think of the amount of money that Amazon or Dell mm-hmm. and uh, Samsung that have provided to the some districts, that, that's been huge. And there's are small ones, there's, you see solar panels, you see wind turbines going up all of West Texas, they're all, they're all over the place. So 313s are common, they're around here, they has solar panel panels. I've uh, been in a couple of districts that have been in talks. They couldn't get enough land because solar panels require so many acreage, and they couldn't pull enough land to get it done. But it, it's a very common thing because it is again, like I said early on, it's a benefit for the district. I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you. It, you know, receiving extra revenue is awesome. You know, there's ways we would use it to make sure we retain teachers. We don't use qual- We don't lose. There's a shortage of teachers in the United States. There's a shortage of teachers in Texas. There's a shortage of teachers in Fayette County. Uh, more teachers are retiring and fewer getting into the business. So trying to make it attractive for teachers to stay here would be part. Someone was asking about the $4 million getting, uh, upgrades to some of our older buildings with, you know, busing transportation, there's a need for the money. We don't have to have it, but you know, we could find ways to really, you know, make what we do a whole lot better, but not at the expense of doing what we don't feel comfortable.
12: Yes, sir. Did uh, the solar panel deal or uh was that Platonia? Uh, Platonian, yes. Did they do the 313? Yes. Yes. They like it. I can't no answer there. Yeah. You can't answer, answer that yet. Yeah. You know, so. He said it was the 313. I don't know. I'm asking. Was it a 313? Yes. We,
0: I couldn't, that was with Flatonia. I could not, I cannot speak for Flatonia. The county yeah. voted on The county on that. The commissioners voted on it's it's not good. 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 Yeah. Okay, any more comments, good. questions? Good. Good. Okay, well, all good. right. Good. Good. Oh, yes, sir. Sorry. So, when do you all have to vote? What's the time? Next Monday is. Well, we may be on the agenda, but Mr. Gulai says that everything may not be completely uh, filed yet. So we may have to call a special meeting at the end of December. Would, would uh, you like me to give the yes. public kind of sure, a Sure, go what, ahead.
1: So the, uh, since this program is has been sunsetted uh, by legislative inaction, many, many, many manufacturing companies and renewable energy companies have gone to school district and tried to get in sort of under the wire, and that's why I think we've heard some comments about this thing being rushed and not a lot of information, and even the company saying we're coming to you earlier than we otherwise would have. Uh, it's because they want to get the benefit of this before it runs out, not by statute, but just by uh, the controllers said if these, if the stamps from our bureaucratic office are not on there by the end of this calendar year, the deal's dead and so we have, a, we have a certification saying that the application is complete and so the board uh, you know then we're also negotiating a possible agreement about how the, the money would be paid and things of that nature. So it would, uh, there is a meeting next Monday at which the board you know can take action but it's also likely they won't have the last piece from the controller so there may have to be a special meeting. Uh, after, because the controller, like I said, is dealing with over a thousand of these applications and doing many, many technical uh, pieces of review on them. So yes, there's a meeting Monday, yes, there will be a public hearing and, and maybe some action, but it might not be the final action to either approve or, or set this project aside. Uh, but certainly it could, uh, but if there is, if it's not done, then it would be at some time, uh, certainly before the end of the calendar year. And that's and that's there's many schools in the same spot. Some that are you know not sure if they want to do the deal. Some that want to do the deal uh, for whatever reason, but they're not sure if it's going to get through because of, of the timeline. So it is sort of a some of the rush. I'm not going to say it's all because of a monarch. It's because it's because monarch wasn't. They're not quite ready to hit shovel on the ground on the project, and they're saying, hey, can we uh, can we see if we could get this uh, this limitation agreement? So. Uh, I think those points are well taken about how this is something that doesn't seem to be fully developed. Okay.
17: Just to add on to that, I mean, you're right. You just made the comment. This company hasn't even been in existence for a year. Not even a year. We're going to have a, a solid plan together. I just, for the life of me, guys and ladies, I hope you look at it not from money. Please do not look at it from money. You have to look at it from, a, from Fayette County the citizens of Fayette County, what would you do? Don't look at it just from, from a money perspective, please.
2: Thank you. When and if you do vote, is it unanimous? No, majority, it would be majority. majority. And is it open vote or silent vote so we will oh, know? Oh, it'll be open vote. So just we'll like will like normal. which way?
0: Yes, that's correct, yes. So every
1: vote by the board has to (coughs) be The board cannot vote in closed session. And the the way it works is there's a motion, a second. And if a motion is seconded there's a the president calls for a vote after discussion, and people can either vote yes, no, or they can abstain. And you'd have to have a majority of those
7: voting uh, to pass any motion. And all this happens next Monday night? <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. It's, it's absolutely
6: amazing.
17: It, it could happen. It could, it's
6: possible. It, it, yeah. if, if some paperwork is not from the state, from the comptroller's office, if some of that's not entirely completed, it might happen that last week of December. In fact, like the Monarchy. it will be here next week. But monarch should be here. Yeah. Uh, you want to make a bet on
11: that?
0: All right, if there's any, no more, no. Further, okay, there's yes. I appreciate by being
5: here. In my it is about the money. And what I suggest to the board, make sure that your vote will, will not keep them out. Because if they come here anyway, because they're gonna make money, they're probably gonna take federal tax dollars and put it in their pockets, we don't wanna miss out on them being here. So if your vote, if they're coming in either way, you're gonna miss the vote if you vote no i I don't want them here either. But if they are here,
11: I'd like to benefit from it. Uh, school benefit. Thank you. So make sure. I don't know, Mr. Lawyer. Uh,
5: you said that it's a good chance they won't be here. if they do not
1: Well, they they can't even get the application would get approved if the state thinks that it's uh, that they would do it anyway. So that's at least the state's judgment.
6: Right. Well, he said if they're not even looking yeah. for the three, hey, excuse me, yeah. Hey, hey, no. Yeah. Hey, excuse me, no discussion between community members while we're discussing, please. Uh, right. the, they, the deal was if they don't go through a three thirteen, they still might, still might on their own come in and build a facility, and that would be up to them passing through, you know, counties, locals, we're we're not even deciding if they're going to get to come through. Really what we're deciding is that we're going to allow for this tax uh, abatement to even happen. So if we say no and they find a landowner that wants to sell and a landowner sells and they get through it and do it all, they could be here anyway. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's okay. You know, That's what happens. But at that point, then, yes, we, we do lose out on, on that extra money on top of. But I just want you all to know. That there's a possibility if the board votes no, they can still show up, you know. It's like anybody else bringing a business into town. It's yeah. hard to keep people out if they if they check all the boxes off.
0: Hang hey, no, on just a minute, Mr. Durnall, please.
15: Yeah. Uh, in their application, you can read it in there. They said that they don't get the abatement project. It's none.
6: Yeah, they're, they're, they can't make enough money. I just want, just want to let people know that there have been instances when people companies did not get the three thirteen, and they went ahead and went in there anyway because it was financially sound. It, we all feel like this is probably not a deal where they're financially sound to do it. Yeah, no so way. Yes, sir. my point was
17: uh, basically that if they don't get the submittal, they're not. What you, what, I'm just going to repeat what you said.
0: Then I, Mr. Parker, you have a okay. No, I have second second. okay, well you raised okay. your hand so I was yeah. just making sure. And we appreciate That's you great. all yes. coming yes. here.
6: Yes. Yeah. Everyone was like, oh you're going to have a bunch. I said, you know what, I hope everybody has a question comes because yeah. we all have questions yeah. and we want to hear y'all's questions too because it helps the board make their decision. So we, this is not a big issue for us. We wanted this to happen to hear from our community because it's like I said, our community. Uh, so we appreciate y'all's questions uh, very much. So, All right? Any more comments, questions? All right. If there are no
0: further comments from the public, I, Mr. Jerry Gary Drab, then closes the public hearing at 8:38 p.m. and reconvenes to, uh, back to the special meeting. Uh, we appreciate y'all, y'all. Yes, thank y'all thank you being here for coming. Thank Thanks for coming. Uh,
6: appreciate
18: that. It's 6.30. Uh, 6.30. Yeah, 6.30 6.30 next Six morning.
13: 6.30. Six